As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Breaking news from The Athletic. Well, there it is. It is happening. Matt Nagy is giving up play calling. Everyone... Gets their wish, and the Bears are going to score 40 points on Monday night. Wouldn't that be something? Just like an offensive onslaught. Now, the Vikings aren't very good defensively, but could you imagine if that happens? Like, even Matt Nagy might be a little pissed. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say, that might be the only situation in which he's upset about scoring 40 points. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, Oh, that stinks, but that's great. But, yeah, okay. But, yes, that would be something. That would be something. Well, let's be realistic. That's probably not going to happen. Anyway, this is uh, an emergency Hogan Johns podcast. We haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, a couple people suggested it on Twitter after the news came out. I couldn't remember our last one. Yeah. I mean, we definitely did one after the Khalil Mack trade. Uh, I was at a wedding that day. The thing is, a lot of times in the off season, that's what our podcasts are about anyway, at big news and acquisitions. So... We kind of dictate the podcast, the news coming out anyway. It's kind of rare to have a story this significant in the middle of the season, I feel like. that. Plus, we're already doing three podcasts a week. So anyway, uh, this qualified, and especially because we had already done our preview podcast for Monday night, yesterday, the news has changed a little bit, and uh, or a lot of bit. First of all, your reaction to this move by Matt Nagy, Go. First, I want to say I was joking. If the the Bears happen to drop 44 points on the Vikings, I think Matt Nagy would be through the roof. I, I really do believe that. Winning streak or losing streak is over. Uh, the the questions about a lot of certain things about his offense are over. You know, Bill Lazor gets the questions about the playmaking or the play calling. So I I was joking about that. But my instant reaction was okay. About time. Time felt right. Like we talked on the last podcast, you have more time to prepare and then time after that to review because the bye week is after this. So the time felt right. The timing felt right. The the pressure probably felt right for Matt Nagy, too, to make this move. And we'll see what happens. I, I'm not surprised by it whatsoever. Um, I think it was coming, maybe in the works for a few days here at, at Hallis Hall, but... Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see how different Bill Lazor is with his play calls. 
Yeah, I mean, this. I think we said that on our on our Thursday pod, or maybe even Tuesday. You know, if this is a move that's made, it's made earlier in the week. Uh, I think it was just Matt Nagy, for whatever reason, decided to tell us about it today, which I also found interesting because I thought he made it very clear that we probably wouldn't know during the week because I do think there is some gamesmanship involved. I do think this impacts the way the Vikings prepare uh, and some of the tendency. But maybe that's why you wait like halfway through the week. Now you got the Vikings scrambling a little bit on a Friday night. I don't know. They got to look at Bill Lazor's tendencies and whatever tendencies exist. They don't really apply to this team. The Bears' tendencies go out the window. I mean, the plays don't necessarily change that you prepare for, but any uh, tendencies that Matt Nagy has fallen into over the years, those do go out the window, and I think that affects the way you call your defense a little bit. Right. The playbook is not changing. The the order, the, the feel of the calls, the rhythm of the calls, the script of the calls, I think will feel different. I, I think we'll learn a lot about the 12... 12 or 15 first place about what Bill Lazor wants to do, what he wants to um, at least attempt to run with this. Um, the players aren't going to change. Like, they're still a mess on the offensive line. So, like, you can beat these guys man for man, perhaps across the board if you're the Vikings. As bad as they are defensively, you could see a lot of deficiencies there. So, I'm interested to see how it plays out, man. Like, the, the flow is different. This isn't Andy Dalton. Like, that's the last time Bill Lazor. Call plays was was for the Bengals. This isn't Andy Dalton. This is Nick Foles. You know, you don't have A.J. Green. You got Allen Robinson. You got a couple good tight ends. If you want to use a Cole Komet, maybe this is the time. But we'll see how things play out. Of course, Cole Komet hasn't practiced this week. Very good point. Which is not good. Um, By the way, we both have columns up on this already. So you can check it out. Uh, Johnsy's at theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Mine's on NBC Sports Chicago. Com. And I could tell looking at yours, John, uh, one of us was a much better reporter than the other. Uh, you have a lot of content on this. You're ready to go. Uh, well, maybe, good, maybe. Good for you. No, I mean, there's some great stuff in here. Bill Lazor going back to 2017 when he was in Cincinnati and Ken Zampezi got fired and Lazor had to take over in the middle of the season as the play caller and offensive coordinator. Some really good context here. So, um Yours definitely has some meat. Uh, mine is more for just a reaction to, and quite honestly, I hope I'm not too redundant, some of the points I've made leading up to this and why I thought it was beneficial. Quite frankly, uh, I do not expect the Bears to score 40 points. I don't expect them to score 30 points. I'm not even going to change my prediction from Thursday because I made that prediction actually based on me thinking this was going to happen this week. Um, and I had the Bears winning 20-16, to 16, if I remember right. So the that the point there is I don't really see much changing offensively. I don't think that they have enough talent up front to really I do think there's a chance this could give the Bears a little bit of a boost. Um and I'll bring this up because actually Cap said this publicly. Uh David Kaplan, we did a a show earlier together called The Rush, which if you go into my Twitter feed you can find the link to it on Facebook uh, that we do again this is what he said not me but he said he's heard that Foles and Laser might not necessarily see eye to eye because Laser doesn't like to give the quarterback as much freedom to audible at the line of scrimmage which I thought was interesting well I would make the argument I don't know if Matt Nagy and Nick Foles saw <laughs> Eye to eye, if you're reading between the lines of what 
Brian Greasy has said, or you watch the sideline interactions during the Buccaneers game, or even just if you listen to Foles and read the tea leaves a bit, this is a process for him. This is not playing for Doug Peterson and Frank Reich. This is different for him. These are different guys, and you know Bill Lazor has bounced around, and, and Bill Lazor's experiences with him go back to Chip Kelly's offense, and he wasn't calling that offense, so there's a lot to learn by what Bill Lazor wants to do. And, and almost to your point there, like the Bears are going to be shorthanded. To see this actually come to fruition, it may take a couple games. I don't know if the Bears have time to, to see this unfold over a couple games. Like, I think change can be good. I think change can provide a spark. But again, like you said, the personnel, they're going to be shorthanded. They could potentially be seriously shorthanded in this game. Yeah, and I think that's a big challenge. Um, but I, I said this earlier in the week, and I still believe it. I like that they're doing this now and not waiting until the bye week because now they have something to kind of reevaluate once they yeah. get to the bye week. I, I, I'd rather have the sample size of whatever happens Monday night and however Laser calls that plays. I mean, because quite frankly, Nagy doesn't really know how he's going to call a plays. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're preparing this week the same as they always would. Nagy's involved in the game plan, whatever they're installing. Uh, you know, maybe Laser has a little bit of a louder voice because he's the one who's actually going to be ordering. Like, he's not going to use Matt Nagy's play card that says "Be you." Okay, every play caller has a different style. He's going to want be be Bill. He's going to want that ordered the way he wants it and laid out the way he wants it. Yeah, be Bill. <laughs> I, I think my counter argument to to what Cap is saying is, I would hope Matt Nagy would have an idea of that, right? Like, if he senses something is is off there... Yeah, he wouldn't make this move. Yes, he wouldn't do this. Like, and, and Or he'd give it to Dave Ragone or who, whichever coach, DeFilippo, whoever Foles wants. He's got options there. It's yeah. not like Bill Lazor or Bust. There's options there. John DeFilippo has called games before. Even maybe giving Dave Ragone. We, we said this in the past, the last podcast. Giving him a shot could turn out. So... Matt Nagy's strength is dealing with people, especially within his own building. I think he is a good culture guy. I think some players really gravitate towards him. And I think knowing Nagy and knowing how he excels in this area, I I would guess you'd be able to sense that. Yeah. At least to the point where like he sees friction. So maybe he doesn't see friction. Maybe he doesn't see it at all, but um that would be something like first game of Bill Lazor and, and Nick Foles already arguing on the sideline. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. My my reaction, because Cap sprung this on me like this wasn't a side conversation. It was like, hey, here's something I heard. Here's What's your reaction? Uh, my reaction was actually like if it comes down to freedom at the line of scrimmage to make checks, like right now I think that's hurting the Bears' offense. I've said this earlier in the week. They need more him routes. They need more plays that are just like, this is what we're doing and do it. Um, now, you should have other options in, uh, at least on a throw. If, I, you know, option one's not open, option yeah. two, whatever, like any play. But I'm just talking about, you know, I think part of the problem with the Bears' offense right now is let's say it's third and one, and, pl- and the first option of the play is to throw it. But. Foles, based on what he reads in the defense, has the option to check to a run. You know, when you hear him say, kill, kill, go to the run. Well, that may be what the defense is telling you to do, but you still don't have the 
right players up front to execute that. You know what I mean? No, like, no. Uh, you know, the, a light box may still tell you, maybe telling you that you're supposed to run the ball, but if your offensive line can't beat the light box, then does it really matter? So my point is, maybe le- less audibles are smart right now. Maybe just running simpler stuff, and I've been saying that for a while, is the best yeah. thing. I go go back to Trubisky. So I, I don't necessarily see this as a big problem. A simplification could be good for this offense. I thought they'd have that approach against the Titans, given how shorthanded they were up front. Didn't look like that way whatsoever. They tried to run what they always wanted to try to run. Didn't work out. Here's a, a story for you. So my sons and I are watching the Titans uh, Colts game yesterday, and did you see the Titans touchdown where Derrick Henry kind of shifts to a fullback and everybody pulls to the left and it's a play action play to the right. Did you see that one? Was it there? Wait, uh, was this early in the game or it later? was early in the game? Yeah. It, yeah, it was early yeah. I, I forget the running back who scored, but it was a nicely designed. Oh, it's play. the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. 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 My six year old son goes to me. Yeah. Why can't the bears run that? And I'm thinking to myself, that's a good point. Like that's a perfect example of like a him play. I'm sure there was another option in that play. I couldn't see who was in the corner of the end zone. I'm sure there's someone else there. Uh, maybe the third option there is Tannehill either throwing it away or running to see what he could get. But it's very simple, right? Like it's just misdirection, play action, football to the guy who's running in space. And the simplicity of it. And I know there's some trickery there. But I'm like, you know what, son? My six-year-old son, you got a point there. I don't mean to belittle like what what the Bears are doing because I don't want it to come off that way. But I'm like, maybe this approach, especially given how short-handed they are mm-hmm. in the trenches, number one, it could help. Maybe Bill Laser taps into that. Maybe he sees something that Matt Nagy hasn't seen. And I'll get back to what I still believe is the biggest and best reason for doing this. And that's really what I wrote my column about on NBCSportsChicago.com. I think this is a good thing for Matt Nagy, the head coach. I still think he is a good head coach. I think he can be a head coach. I think if you look at the things that he does with the leadership, the way he holds the team together, the way they want to play for him, you hear you hear very, very, very little ever leaking out to the media about complaints that players have or drama or anything like that. Now, that's always going to happen to some extent because it's the NFL and there's a ton of egos involved, but he's really kept that to a minimum. Okay, remember, the two of us covered Mark Tressman and we covered John Fox, all right? And I, I feel like we have a pretty good handle on Matt Nagy, the head coach, uh, being a significant upgrade, and I still believe that. And by the way, his record still indicates that, too. Still winning record. But we've also maintained throughout this whole time, especially as of late in this season, that Matt Nagy, the play caller, it hasn't been good. And to the point that I, I've actually gotten to the point where I'm almost questioning Matt Nagy, the head coach, for not firing Matt Nagy, the play caller, at this point. Because it seems hard to believe that an offensive coordinator would be surviving this situation. And by the way, he did fire the offensive coordinator last year. So, the point of all this is saying Matt Nagy, the head coach, realized that the play caller needed to be fired. He fired himself, right? And he he made this move. And I agree with you. The time is right for it. I think 
the fact that he acknowledged that and yeah. so blatantly told us today, like, this is hard for him. He likes being a play caller. He, it's one of his favorite things about coaching. But I think he realized, and I know I made this point before, he doesn't need to be a play caller anymore. He needs to be a head coach. Like that's He's one of 32 head coaches in this league. There's only 32 of those jobs in the entire world. And he's got one of them. And that's what he needs to be concentrated on first and foremost. Like That's the priority. And so, you know, does this jumpstart the offense? I'm very skeptical about that. Does it allow him for the first time? Because remember, he's been the play caller since day one. He's never been a head coach who's not calling plays at the same time at any point in his career. That starts Monday night, and I think that could be a good thing for him. He talked about that today. Some of the other things he can concentrate on during the game, and I know I went into that earlier in the week, but I truly do believe it can help him be a better head coach, and making this move is evidence of that. I think that honesty today was important. Him saying game management, the timeouts I'm taking, this could help me to work with other facets of my team, special teams, defense. Because that, as much as we praise the defense, they need a little juice too at some point. And Matt Nagy could provide it. So I, I think the honesty that we got from him was was encouraging. Again, there is a certain ceiling that I think Laser at his best, like when he's on fire, can hit with the personnel that he has. But if they can play complementary football and Matt Nagy can learn a thing or two, about everything else that he's not seeing during a game because he's looking at that play sheet, this can come turn into a pretty beneficial situation. But you still got to win games. You still got to score points. Starts there. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe getting a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, 
maybe with a Hogan Johns pull or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Well, and the and the one big difference between this being a firing of an offense coordinator midseason, that guy leaves the building. This guy's not leaving the building. He's still the head coach. It's not a permanent move. I mean, it's it's a move where, I mean, if it goes well, I don't think you're changing back at all this year. But, you know, there's nothing that says next year you can't go back to it or anything like that. Um, I just, and I want a last point on this is I, I get the human nature side of it too for Nagy. Because if you think about his coaching career, he's been, he's had success. Everywhere along the way, you know, like he was loved as an OC. He moved up, and he was a good quarterbacks coach. And then Fast he was, rise, yeah. And then he was a good offensive coordinator who didn't call plays. And then he barely got the opportunity to call plays. So he gets this big time job with the Bears, where now he's a head coach, and they want him to also be the play caller. Like ideally, they want to create that pairing that is so successful other places around the league where it's the offensive head coach who calls the plays and has a bonding with that quarterback. Unfortunately, that's just not how this has played out. But, And so I do get that human nature side of it for him where he likes calling plays and he wants to be successful at it and it hasn't really worked out. So you want to continually prove that you can do it. And I just think that there's sort of that reminder that, hey man, you got promoted past play caller. You sort of jump that step, and that's okay. Now your primary goal is to win games as the head coach, and you can't lose sight of that. And I'm not necessarily accusing him of losing sight of that. I'm just explaining the human nature side of it where I can understand why that's hard to do. But now he's done it. I think it's a good thing for the Bears. I don't know if it's necessarily going to result in more points on the scoreboard, but I'll ask you this, Johns. Does it change your prediction? Because I picked the Bears 20-16 to thinking this would happen, so I'm not going to adjust my prediction, but are you changing yours? So unbeknownst to you, the prediction score that I had, I already changed that. I didn't like it when I said it. <laughs> I did give feel. you, I did allow you to do that. It didn't have a feel for it, so the, the, the score I put into the athletic today to the fish man, Kevin Fishbane, who runs our Bears guide, um, was already different. I think I might change it again. Kevin's going to like that when I text him here in about an hour. Hey, I'm changing my pick. You know? Yes. Here he is sitting mm-hmm. on the couch, you know, baby sleeping. New pick from Adam Johns. I, I, I'm still to the point where you just – and I, I broke my own rule last week with the Titans. You can't pick the Bears until you see a little bit more, especially offensively. And this coaching change, this play calling change fits in that. I don't know what Bill Lazor is going to do. The numbers weren't exactly overwhelming when he called plays for the Dolphins or for the Bengals. Now, some of that's personnel. Some of those teams were not good. And Andy Dalton, you know, there's only so much you can get from him, and there's only so much you can get from, from Nick Foles. So I need to, to see more. Saying all that, 
I think I'm going to still keep the the Vikings as the victor here. But I'm going to give the Bears a couple touchdowns on the board. So let's say 23-20 Vikings. Kirk Cousins ends his career nightmare situation in Monday Night Football, which is hard for me to say. My guy, he's due, but um, I don't like it. We'll see. 23-20 Vikings. A couple touchdowns for Bill Lazor's offense, though. There you have it. All right, I'm sticking with 20-16 Bears, but we're kind of in the same area in terms of points, at least. Um, that's interesting. I guess the really comes down to the defense then. After all that, time for a takeaway or two. Mm. What a shocker! You know, those of you that have been with us all these years are not shocked that Adam Johns is siding with his guy, Kirk Cousins. Here, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our guy Arif Hassan. He said I was right. <laughs> And that the Bears should have signed him a couple years ago. We'd be having a completely different conversation right now. Yeah. Well, if you missed that, you can go back and listen to it. And by the way, I should tell you, please do go back and listen to our entire uh, preview episode if you haven't already. Because there is a lot of really good breakdown of this game. And a lot of it we actually already made based on this potentially happening with the play calling. So not a whole lot has changed in that regard. It's all still very relevant. And Arif Hassan from the Athletic Minnesota gave a... Tremendous breakdown of this game and the matchups. So definitely go back and check that out. John's good stuff. Emergency pod in the books. Love it. Good emergency pod. See if the offense can show signs of any type of emergency on Monday night. Yeah. Because they need it. They need it. All right. Well, uh, how about be happy for a night, Bears fans? I know it's hard. You got what you wanted. Yeah, let's see what happens. There was like, it was funny on Twitter. It was like 30 minutes of joy and elation and then went right back down to, and nothing's changing. (laughs) They must have went to pro football reference. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the first couple games for Andy Dalton after that change in 2017 were like exceptional. Mm. I'll just throw that out there. Exceptional. I'm not going to give you the stats, but... Let's say uh, a couple pass ratings over 100 and a lot of touchdowns. Let's just go check it out. All right. I will say this amps up my anticipation for Monday night a little bit. I'm more excited about the game. Because there's there's at least a sliver of a chance that it's not painful to watch. Something different. (laughs) Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Plenty of coverage throughout the weekend. Again, it's all up on theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns, where you should be subscribed, and you can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com. Please rate and review the podcast. If you like this emergency pod, give us a shout-out and, uh, and and rate and review. We appreciate you doing that. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to those of you who called for this emergency pod. It was warranted. We will talk to you after the Bears and the Vikings, and we'll let you know how it all went with the new offensive Play caller. Talk to you then. See ya. Y'all stay corona free, all right? And God bless.